The following program does not necessarily represent the views and opinions of Reality Radio 101, its advertisers and sponsors, or its listening audience. Listener discretion is advised. And welcome to the Spirit of Faith Talk Radio with your host, Pastor John Ward, right here on Reality Radio 101. To get on board by telephone in the Toronto GTA area of Southern Ontario, Canada, dial 905-725-1907. Toll free in North America, 1-866-905-7325. Worldwide, 1-866-656-5477. Send us an email right now. Our email address is instudio101 at gmail.com. And now, right to your host of the Spirit of Faith Talk Radio, Pastor John Ward. Praise the Lord. Our God is amazing. He's faithful. He's awesome. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. He never changes. And we're out here to declare that the just shall live by faith. This is the spirit of faith talk radio. And we're so glad you've tuned in tonight. I'm going to encourage you to uh, go ahead and get on your social media, Facebook, Twitter, um, WhatsApp, text message. Let people know that we are live right now coming to you from uh, Oshawa, which is just east of the beautiful city of Toronto, where Jesus is Lord. Praise God. We are here to declare the goodness and the faithfulness of God and learning how to walk by faith, learning how to be victorious in every area of our lives. God is so good. Let's pray. And I'm going to encourage you once again to uh uh, let your friends know, get on Facebook, get on, you know, every week, Gary, Gary's our producer here. Every week we have gone up every week. Our numbers have gone up. Congratulations. We've not gone down one week. We we're not growing as quickly as I wanted to, but that doesn't mean nothing. We're going up every week. And I noticed this week when I looked at where people are listening to us from two people joined in from Japan. Excellent. Last Sunday. So we got folks from all over the world tuning in. And uh, so once again, let people know that we are live. If you've not found me on Facebook yet, find me on Facebook and follow me. It's John Ward, W-A-R-D. If you put in John Ward Toronto, you should find me. And uh, you can find also our flyer there for the um, Spirit of Faith uh, 
um, talk radio broadcast flyer that's on my Facebook page. You can also go to our website at wordoffaithtoronto.com. You know, you can go and you can listen to all of the archives from any of our radio shows by going to wordoffaithtoronto.com. That's wordoffaithtoronto.com. If you scroll down a little bit, you'll see my picture and you'll see a picture of the radio broadcast. You click on that and then all the archives are there with the dates and you can click on that. You can listen to any of our radio shows. Uh, some friends of mine last week were telling me that they uh, went back. Actually, my mom was one of them. She went and listened uh, to our last broadcast. She said she listened to last Sunday's three times. Praise God. Why? Because we're here to starve your doubts and feed your faith. Praise God. Let's pray. We'll get right into it tonight. Heavenly Father, we're so grateful and thankful for this opportunity to come before you. Thank you, Lord, for this listening audience that they've got their Bibles, they've got their heart, they're ready, Father, to receive a word from you. And so we ask you for utterance from heaven. We pray, Father, for a flow of the Holy Ghost on this broadcast today. We pray, Father, that you would speak to the hearts of your people, what you would want to say to them. And those that have questions, Father, even put those questions in their heart, answers that they're seeking, that they'll call in tonight, Lord, and we'll give them the word and we'll help them in their walk with you. We thank you for it tonight. We believe we receive it in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Praise God. Once again, you can write into us. We'd love to hear from you. Let us know you're listening. Uh, give us a testimony. Send us in a question. You can call toll free at 905, excuse me, at 866-905-REAL. That's 866-905-REAL. Right there on your page, if you go to the bottom, it'll tell you uh, how to contact us. You can also email us at instudio101 at gmail.com. Email us. Let us know you're listening. Email us with a question. Email us with a praise report. Tell us what God's doing in your life. Um, I sent out a message about 30 minutes ago on Facebook to let people know that we would be live in just a little while. And I told them that tonight we were going to talk about how to walk in the spirit in this demon-infested world. If you haven't figured it out yet, demons are walking to and fro all over this earth, and we have to contend with them. We have to fight them. We have to resist them. We have to do warfare and do battle. If you just sit around and do nothing, they will make mincemeat out of you. I'm reminded of the seven sons of Sceva in the book of Acts, and the Bible says that they tried to cast out a demon out of a man that was demon-possessed. I believe it was at Ephesus. And they said, we adjure you in the name of Jesus, whom Paul preaches, to come out. And that demon, those demons, jumped on that man, on those men, those seven sons of Sceva, ripped them apart, tore their clothes, and they ran out wounded and naked. Praise God. If you don't stand up in who you are in Christ, the devil will tear you up. No, man, you're not you're not called to sit around and do nothing. You're called to fight the good fight of faith. Praise God. Once again, email us tonight at instudio101 at gmail.com. Call us toll free, 866-905-REAL. Get your Bible. Uh, let your friends know. Text them. Email them on social media. Uh, however you want to do it, let them know to tune in right now to realityradio101.com. And let's go to our text, 2 Corinthians chapter 4. This has been our text for how many weeks are we in now? 10? 11? Gary's going to look it up for me. I think 10. 10 weeks, praise God. And this has been our text every single night. And this is 2 Corinthians chapter 4 and verse 13. And it reads, We having the same spirit of faith, According as it is written, I believed, and therefore have I spoken. 
we also believe and therefore speak. Praise God. Four times the scriptures tell us that the just shall live by faith. We are not called to just know the word. We're not called to just uh, what, what some people would call believe the word. We're called to do the word. Remember the five elements of faith. Faith comes by hearing. Faith comes by receiving. Faith comes by believing. Faith comes by speaking. And faith comes by acting. If you're not getting the results that you want. Now, are you listening right now? If you're not getting the results that you want, it's not God's fault. You've got to use your faith. It's no different than if your car is not running and you haven't put any gas in it. Listen, faith is the fuel source for your spirit. Faith is the fuel source that causes you to receive from God and get the victory. All you need is faith. I love what Brother Shambach used to say, R.W. Shambach. He was an evangelist for like 50 years, and he said this, you don't have any trouble. All you need is faith in God. Your faith will cause you to overcome. Your faith will always cause you to win. All you need to do is get in the word of God, find out what the word of God says, and then go ahead and receive it. Then go ahead and believe it. Then go ahead and speak it and then act on it. And you will see that God will hasten to perform his word. God is not a man that he should lie, nor the son of man that he should repent. If God said it, he will do it. Quit vacillating. Quit thinking, well, why isn't it working? No, man, it is working. Faith is working. When you're speaking it, when you're believing it, when you're receiving it, it's working. Even though you can't see it, we don't walk by sight. Come on, we walk by faith. Glory to God. Amen. You need to shut them doubts off. Tell them to get out of here in the name of Jesus. I believe God no matter what. Praise God. Go to 1 Timothy 6 and let's give a shout out to Scott who tuned in. If you want to write in, let us know you're listening tonight. Get your friends, get your Bibles out. We're going to do a Bible study. We're going to go through the word in just a few moments. We're going to talk about how to walk in the spirit in this demon-infested world. How do you walk in the spirit in this demon-infested world? And I could have spelled it out and said, how do you walk in the spirit of faith in this demon-infested world? Scott's joining us. He says, hello, Pastor Ward. My family and I are listening to you from Denver, Colorado. Love your radio ministry. Prayers for all of the shooting victims here in the U.S. Thank you, Scott. We're going to take a moment and pray together right now. Uh, the devil has worked in these lost souls who do this type of killing. Yeah, they, they just become pawns and puppets for the enemy. They don't even realize that they're being controlled by demons. And uh, so let's pray for all the families right now. Heavenly Father, all of us on this radio broadcast, we join our faith together right now. We know there's no distance in the spirit. If two of us t come together agreeing on earth about anything as t um, as touching that we ask, it shall be done. So right now, Father, we agree and we ask for the comfort of the Holy Spirit, according to 2 Corinthians chapter 1, to visit and to come upon all of these family members, this, these communities that have been paralyzed and attacked by these uh, shootings. Father, we pray right now for strength in all of, one, all of these family members 
And you said we have not because we ask not. So we ask you right now that what Satan has intended for terrorism and chaos and destruction, that you would turn it around for good. We pray right now, Father, that miracles and signs and wonders, we pray, Father, that a multitude would come into the kingdom of God as a result of these attacks, that you would raise up men and women right now in these cities and all over the world to go out and to minister your love and minister the comfort of the Holy Holy Spirit, we thank you for turning this tragedy into a triumph. Father, we also pray for the government, and we pray for officials, and we pray for those that are in charge. We pray for wisdom. We pray for the fear of the Lord, and we pray that these things be turned around now for your glory, that anyone planning an attack tonight or this week or in the future at all, that that plan would be thwarted right now in the name of Jesus. We cancel that plan of Satan in Jesus' name. And all in agreement with this prayer, shout it amen. Amen. Praise God. Thank you for call, for writing in, Scott. If you want to write in, if you've got a prayer request, if you have a comment, if you have a Bible question, write in to us tonight at instudio101 at gmail.com. I hope you found First Timothy by now, chapter 6 and verse 12. Fight the good fight of faith, lay hold on eternal life, whereunto thou art called and hast professed a good profession before many witnesses. Notice here he says, fight the good fight of faith. The question that we're going to look at tonight is how do you walk in the spirit when we live in such a demon infested world? And you know, as a believer, none of us want to argue with anyone. I mean, really, we don't want to get in a fight with somebody. But notice what he says here. He says in 1 Timothy chapter 6, verse 12, he says to fight the good fight of faith. Our battle is not with humans. Did you hear what I just said? Our battle is not with humans. Our battle is with principalities and powers and the rulers of the darkness of this world and spiritual wickedness in heavenly places. We are dealing with demons. But also understand this, that demons operate through people who yield to them. They don't resist them. They yield to them. And so you are going to have to encounter these demons through people. Um, where I'm going tonight is that I posted on my Facebook page last week, I posted uh, what Disney is about to do. Now, if you don't know that the, the media of this world has an agenda, then you're asleep, my friend, and you need to wake up. The Bible says to be sober. He says to not be children of the night, but children of the day. You need to wake up and realize that you are here on this earth for a purpose. God called you to be a light in this dark world. He called you to be a city set up on a hill. He didn't call you to sit back, fold your hands, and do nothing. No, he called you to get to work. He called you to labor. He called you to fight the good fight of faith. And so if you go to my Facebook page, John Ward, W-A-R-D, uh, if you're having trouble finding me, just write us in. We'll, we'll try to help you. you. I may not be able to uh, friend you because I got 5,000 friends, but... Uh, you can follow me. And if you look at the third from the last post that I posted, I posted this question with a, uh, a picture here. And the question is, why do God-fearing Christians support Disney? 
God calls this an abomination, what, what I posted. They are exploiting teenagers. And what I posted is Disney's first gay teen couple. Channel makes history by featuring same-sex duo in final episode of Andy Mack. So what they've done is they've taken this show that's really popular with teenies, with, with tweenies, with young, young kids. I call them children. My daughter will be 13 this month. These are children. These are impressionable children. And they are seeing how Disney is taking what God calls an abomination and they are making it to be cool. They're making it to be hip. They're making it to be relevant. They are taking this and they are causing teenagers who are extremely influential to start to question if God really made them a woman or God really made them a man or did God call them to be with the same sex or how are they really and and is, is and are they if they feel attracted to the opposite sex is that just a feeling or a thought or is that really how God made them well the truth is is that God made them perfect God made them fearfully and wonderfully I had a friend of mine reach out to me this past week he's a, a medical doctor and he broke it down in a science uh, way made it very simple and and again this is posted right on my Facebook page you can go there and and you can check it out I'm always putting stuff on here that will encourage you and build your faith and help you fight the good fight of faith in this hour that we live in and here's what uh, Dr. Avery Jackson he is a neurosurgeon board certified neurosurgeon he's a medical doctor he's a brain surgeon he does a lot of surgery on brains as well as uh, backs um, he deals with the nervous system he also if you've ever heard of um, Dr. Um, oh, what is her name? The brain lady. Um, I'll think of her name in a second. Uh, Dr. Caroline Leaf. And uh, she, he is on the board with Dr. Caroline Leaf and some other amazing physicians and, and psychologists and other specialists where they are learning about how God made us and how we can be victorious in this world and use God's word uh, regarding our brain and understanding some really important things. And here's what he said. He said, our Heavenly Father created us scientifically, his language. The XX chromosomes dictate female genotype or gene makeup and phenotype, the physical expression of our genes. The XY chromosome combination for males. There is no confusion in this. This science, God's description of how he has created us to be from our genes on up cannot be misinterpreted. It just is. Just like we have a heart, which is a phenotypical expression of our genes. So one of the things he's saying here is that God has put the blueprint if you are male or female in your genes. And if you think that you're somebody other than what your genes dictate that you are, then you are simply confused. And we live in a demon-possessed infested world and these demons want us to conform to their image but what did God say in Romans 12 too? be not conform to this world this cosmos this world system but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good and perfect and acceptable will of God and so what do people do in this hour when you don't agree with them you know, just look at what's going on in the United States. We've had it here in Canada. Look at what's going on. When you don't agree with them, what do they say? You're a racist. 
you're a bigot, you're a hater, which is so far from the truth. What do they do? They take these words, racism, bigotry, and what do they try to do? They try to shame you into shutting up. They want to shame you so that you feel bad about telling the truth. Listen, we have not called to be silent in this earth. Jesus is the lion of the tribe of Judah. We have called to be bold as a lion. We've called to, to spring forth as God's righteousness in this earth, to make a stand for the truth. Praise God. Let me say hello to Shelly real quick. I know I'm going to stir some stuff up. You can call in. If you don't agree with me, bless the Lord. I don't care. You don't have to agree with me. I'm only agreeing with God. I, let me say that again in a very gentle way. I don't care if you agree with me. I am only agreeing with God. I'm only giving you the word of God. God calls homosexuality an abomination. That's what he calls it. He doesn't call the person an abomination. He made them for crying out loud. God made every single human on this earth. They're all born in his image and in his likeness. But every one of us are born dead. We're born in sin. And we need a savior and his name is Jesus. No wonder we're confused. If you're born in sin, you're born in darkness, you're born in confusion. And you need to come out of that thing. How do you come out of that thing? By receiving Jesus as your savior. And what's he going to do? Save you from sin. Save you from confusion. Let me say hello to Shelly. Shelly says, amen, pastor. You could not have said it any better. The demons in all of us need to be challenged and, <laughs> and defeated. And our ammunition is our God. Bless you. Praise God, Shelly. Now, listen, I'm not, I'm not playing on semantics. And, and I, I just have to correct you a little bit. But remember, you know, if I love you, I'll correct you. And, and you may have not meant what, what you said in there, but what you said is the demons in all of us. I don't have any demons in me. Amen. I said, I don't have any demons in me. And I'm believing God that you don't have any demons in you. If you're born again, you belong to God and you are free from demons. The Bible says that when you are, a, when you are born again, you are a new creature in Christ and you become God-possessed. God now lives inside your spirit. Praise God. And when you walk in the freedom that Christ has set you free in, no demon can live inside you. Certainly, as a Christian, a demon can, can be in your flesh, but a demon cannot be in your spirit because you are owned by God. You belong to him. Praise God. Thank God for you, Shelly. Also, uh, Tate writes in, Tate says, shame on Disney. I'm not against gay people, as most Christians should not be. Me neither, Tate, not at all. I love them. Why do you think I'm on this radio broadcast? I love people. I want to see all people get saved, come to the knowledge of the truth. That's God's desire. I don't kick anybody to the curb. I don't give up on nobody. I don't, I don't believe in giving up on anybody. I said, I don't believe I'm giving up on anybody. Now, I can't make anybody believe. God won't do that, so I don't do that. But I don't give up on nobody. I've been a pastor now full-time for 15 years. When people mess up and, and maybe they do something that's wrong, man, I don't kick them to the curb. I do whatever I can to help them, to help restore them. That's our job as, as Christians. We don't kick people down. We pick them up. Praise God. The Bible says that if you don't show mercy, you have no mercy to receive. The Bible says in James that mercy triumphs over judgment. We're not judging nobody to hell. And we're going to talk about judgment and love in just a moment. We're not judging nobody to hell. We're trying to help them. Praise God. Um, Tate says, as God wants us to love everyone, but this is crazy. 
like all the media, the left politicians, political correctness gone amok, what want all of us to accept this behavior. It is all sexual, not loving. Now, you just opened a whole different can of worms, my friend. When you said it's all sexual, it is a sexual agenda. It's not just, uh, Gary, a friend of mine and I were talking earlier that it's I, not. I just said the same thing yeah, no. before the show. Go ahead. Right, that it is, you know. And one of my gay friends who actually has a show here said to me, well, that's not actually true. And I said, yeah, his name is Nathan. Yep. Okay. So, and I thought you had another email. Sorry. And he said, "Well, it's it's not. It's it's about relationships." And this, and I said, "You know what? I don't buy it. I'm sorry. I don't buy it." Yeah. Well, you know, the, the, they want you to focus on the fact that it's just about two people loving one another, and you're keeping them from loving one another. But our job is to give people the truth. Our job is to be an example in this earth of the character of God. You know, you may have, some of you may have heard of Donnie McClurkin. I don't know if you ever heard of Donnie McClurkin. I He's have a heard that name. Out of New York. He originally is from Detroit, came out of uh, Marvin Winans ministry. He's got a book out there, how he had been married and then he got into homosexuality, became a homosexual as a minister. And finally his eyes got open and he realized that he had believed a lie. Any of us can believe when Satan bombards you over and over, we're living in a demon infested world and you begin to entertain these lies. These lies will take you away from God. And so he believed a lie. But guess what? He repented. He got back into the things of God and he repented. And now he's walking in in the righteousness of God. He's walking in the way of God. But there's another man that just this past week, I don't remember if I talked about it last Sunday or not, but he wrote this book years ago called I Kissed Dating Goodbye. Very, very popular book. I Kissed Dating Goodbye. His name is, um, what is his name? I just lost it. I'll think of it in a second. Um, I actually have it posted on my Facebook as well, so let me see if I can get If to I may it make a point quick. while you're doing that? Sure. And the reason uh, I had that argument with my friend, um, I said, well, how do you explain in Toronto and around the world, the gay pride parades that we have, why is it then you just don't march as a, a, a you know, as a pride parade and show your love uh, without having to be naked and to run down the streets totally nude and to take all your clothes off and to promote all that when children are around? If it was just about love, what about marching and waving with clothes on? How come 90% of those people take their clothes off? Don't tell me it's not sexual because I don't believe you. Yeah, that's a really good point. The person I was just referencing is Joshua Harris. And Joshua Harris was a man who wrote this book when he was 21 years old. Many of you out there listening, you've heard of this book. It was, uh, you know, a viral book, if you will, called I Kiss Dating Goodbye. And he wrote some other books. And then he was a, um, a pastor of a mega church for over 10 years. And he has now, just in, in, in recent days, he has divorced his wife. He said he's no longer a Christian. And he has publicly apologized to the LGBTQ plus community mm-hmm. for his position regarding the Bible that says marriage is between a man and a woman. He has apologized to them in a shameful way that he feels so terrible about the fact that he preached what God says about marriage. And so... 
it, this deception is happening across the board. It's interesting that we're talking about the subject of homosexuality, but it could be any type of subject of de- of of um, uh, deception. Praise God. Let me give a shout out to Wallace. Wallace is writing us tonight. If, if you'd like to write in your comments, questions, you can call me and challenge me. You can call me and talk to me right now. Um, write, you can call in at 866-905-REAL. If you're anywhere in the world, you can call in worldwide at 866-656-LIPS. Uh, the information is right there in the bottom of your browser where you're listening to us. Uh, we still got lots of time tonight. We got 30 minutes plus left. Let your friends know that we're, we're live at... RealityRadio101.com, and you can email us at instudio101 at gmail.com. That's instudio101 at gmail.com. I'd love to know that you're listening. I'd love to get your questions. I'd love to get your comments tonight. Praise God. Uh, Wallace wrote in tonight. He says, amen, 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 with five exclamation marks. You are on a roll with the truth. I am sick of it. It is all one-sided. We are not hateful people to gay people. At least I am not. But stop with this agenda. It is so wrong. Wallace, I agree with you 100%. Understand this. The agenda is not going to stop. Satan has a foothold in the media big time. He's got both feet in the arena and he is going to do everything he can to push the agenda. When you look at the numbers, it's something like less than 1% of people say that they're homosexual. So what about the rest of the 99% of the, the 8 billion people that are on this earth? What do they believe? Well, they don't believe it, but guess what? They don't want to fight either. They'll just let people say what they want to say, do what they want to do. And when you disagree with them, they shame you. They call you a hater. They call you a bigot. They call you a racist. They call you all these things. They'll take your words like they're doing with Donald Trump and with others, and they will twist your words. Praise God. And so we need to be aware of what's going on. We are not haters. We are lovers. But what people don't understand is that if you really love me, then you're going to tell me the truth. If I see you going down a road that the end of it is a cliff, and if you go over that cliff, there's no turning back. You're going to die. And at the bottom of that cliff is hell which is the waiting place for the lake of fire. If you go down that, that, that road and you end up getting off that cliff without me rescuing you, you're dead. You know, this morning I was stuck in traffic on the 401 for an hour and a half. I was with about 5,000 people stuck on the 401, couldn't move. I was, I was actually running early for church this morning. I had my breakfast, I had my coffee, I'm, I'm, I'm on the 401, and what happens? A car at a very high speed ran into the back of a bus on the 401, on the uh, express, and the car caught on fire. Mm, terrible. So Orange Ambulance uh, came and landed on the expressway, loaded up the patient, took the patient to the hospital in critical condition. But in the meantime, uh, there's a fire, there's debris, there's all kinds of stuff. We're stuck on the, on, the, on the road. I couldn't go anywhere. For an hour and a half, I'm sitting there. People are having picnics on the middle of the highway waiting for this traffic to clear. And if this guy had known that if he just slowed down, that he would have been able to make it to his destination, don't you think he would have slowed down? You would have hoped. He would have absolutely, most people would. If most people understood that hell is a real place, they would understand that they don't want to go there. 
But the problem is, is that you've got these demons that are constantly putting thoughts into people that are directing people to go in their direction and to be conformed to their character which is rebellion against God. And you need to understand, your enemy, your adversary knows what he's doing. This is not his first rodeo. He knows how to deceive. He knows how to trick. He knows how to put these thoughts into you. And so he'll do what he can to do what? Wear you out. You know, Wallace said tonight, I'm sick of it. It's all one-sided. Good. Get sick of it enough to do something. And understand that what we need to do is, number one, we need to pray. We need to pray for our leaders. We need to pray for these people that are in deception. We need to pray for our neighbors. We need to pray for the people that God puts on our heart. Prayer will change things. It's our job to pray as believers. The Bible says in Ephesians or in James chapter 5 that the fervent, effectual prayer of a righteous man or woman makes tremendous power available, dynamic in its working. So let's talk about this for a minute. And if you want to join in on this conversation, you can call us at 866-905-REAL. If you want to write in, you can write in at instudio101 at gmail.com and you can join the conversation, instudio101 at gmail.com. So I posted this last week. Um, I think it was just on Thursday. It was on August 1st, whatever day that was. And I said, why do God-fearing Christians support Disney? God calls this an abomination. What is this? Disney's first gay teen couple. Disney Channel makes history by featuring same-sex duo in final episode of Andy Mack. And there's a hundred, almost 160 comments uh, regarding this subject on my Facebook page. And very quickly, you can see the folks that are walking in the light, and you can see the folks that don't have the light. And one of the comments, and I, and I heard this, as a matter of fact, the first comment on here, um, let me just make sure I'm remembering correctly because there were so many of them. Uh, one of the first comments on here had to do with judging, that I'm judging people because I'm posting this. He says, um, he says uh, my question was, why do God, God-fearing Christians support Disney? Why are we putting our money into a huge conglomerate that uh, conglomerate that so that is supportive of an agenda that is anti-christ anti-god and it is an absolute agenda I, they they own one of the the main channels i stopped watching that channel about 5 years ago i used to listen to their news news program every morning i'd listen to them and one of the main people on there was homosexual another one wasn't homosexual but he was pushing the homosexual agenda another one of their journalists or not really journalists or commentators was then also pushing this agenda they're all pushing the agenda and so what's happening as i'm listening to them those demons are trying to desensitize me to believe what God hates and that somehow now if I disagree with them I'm a hater and now not only am I a hater I'm judging them my friend people that say that we're judging other people as Christians you don't even know what judging is that's the issue so here's what he says. Why would we not support Disney? Are we as Christians supposed to be non-judgmental of others? You, you're missing the whole deal. You don't even understand what judgment is. Let, let's break it down real quick. Go to Romans and we'll look at it real quick. The Bible says, judge 
not, lest you be judged. And it's in Romans chapter, uh, no, that's not what I want. Uh, Let me just turn to my Bible. Romans, go to Romans, I'll tell you where to go in just a second. Romans chapter 2, verse 1. Therefore thou art inexcusable, O man, whosoever thou art that judges. For wherein thou judgest another, you condemn. Now now look at that word condemn. If you judge someone else, what do you do? You condemn yourself. For you that judges doest the same thing. Now I'm going to pull this up in the Greek real quick, and I'm going to give you the word here for judge. The word judge, I already know what it is, is the Greek word krisis. K-R-I-S-I-S. And as a believer, I'm a pastor, but I'm a believer first. You ought to, you need to know these things, my friend. You need to understand these things. If you, if you don't know these things, you can't contend for the faith. You'll get into a conversation with someone who knows more about these things than you do, and they will twist it to their antichrist agenda. But no, we're supposed to be bold in this world. We're supposed to speak the truth, praise God, in love. Praise the Lord. He says here in Romans chapter 2, verse 1, he says, You are inexcusable if you judge another. Now, the word judge, I'm doing this the wrong way. Romans 2.1. The word judge, once again, is the word krisis, and it means a condemnatory sentence. It means to judge someone or condemn someone to hell. This word, uh, specifically in chapter 2, verse 1 of Romans, is krino, K-R-I-N-O. It's also the word Uh, Another conjugation of this word is krisis, K-R-I-S-I-S. If you remember, the Bible says in uh, 1 John 4.18, he says that we would have boldness in the day of judgment, krisis. That word is talking about a condemnatory sentence. When he says that we might have boldness in this world and that we might have boldness in the day of judgment, he's not talking about standing before God because as a believer, God is not going to judge you. God has already justified you, Romans chapter 8. But that day of judgment, that day of condemnation is the day when Satan comes to accuse the brethren. Uh, Revelation, uh, I believe it's chapter 12, says that Satan is the accuser of the brethren. Just like in um, Job chapter 2, where the sons of Elohim, that's talking about angels, came to present themselves before God. And also Satan came and presented himself before God. And he began to accuse Job. He began to say, if I touch him, he'll curse you. And, and he began to judge him. The day of judgment is when Satan accuses you. And when the Bible says, don't judge another man, he's not talking about not calling out his sin He's talking about not condemning him to hell, not saying you are cursed, you are going to die, you're going to spend eternity in hell. No, man, Christ died to save them, and it's your and I job to rescue them from hell. Praise God. Adam and Anderson writes in tonight. If you want to write in tonight, questions or comments, 
You can write into uh, instudio101 at gmail.com. Love to hear from you. You can call in. You can join this conversation right now live on the air at 866-905-REAL. Adam says, good evening, Pastor Ward. I also am tired of the left's agenda. They are the true haters and, and racists. Now, now, let me just say this, Adam. They don't understand what they're doing. Leave this one up for just a minute. They don't understand what they're doing. All they are are puppets for the demons that are speaking to them and getting them all upset and getting them all mad at everybody else, but it's the demons in them that hate. That's what we have to understand. We do not wrestle against flesh and blood. Don't get mad at the left necessarily. Don't get mad at the people. All they are are pawns. What we need to do is begin to engage our enemy who's working through them and command those devils to shut up. Jesus said in Luke 10, 19, Behold, I give unto you power to trample on serpents and scorpions and overcome all the power of the enemy, and nothing by any means shall harm you. Adam goes on to say they are the true haters and racists, and I pray for them every day. Oh, good job, Adam. That's exactly what I was just saying. Why throw it down our throats? We are not haters. We just disagree with your belief system. So we are racist, question mark? Hateful, we are not. Living in God's word, we are. Adam, I love you. That's good, man. Good stuff. Praise God. We got another email tonight from Angela. Angela says, wow, what a sermon. People are not pro-gay agenda believers. Quite calling, uh, quit calling us haters. We are just, we just disagree with you. Yeah, Angela, and who do we agree with? We agree with God. We're not pushing our own agenda. We don't have our own plan. We want God's plan to be done. Thy kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven. Praise the Lord. She goes on to say, um, I would not call you a hater, racist, homophobe, etc. Enough is enough. Listen, again, we need to realize who we're dealing with here. We are dealing with the demons that people are yielding to. Praise God. If you'd like to write in tonight, I'd love to hear from you. If you have questions or comments, write in to us at instudio101 at gmail.com. Praise God. We still got about 20 minutes left. Let your friends know to tune in. Maybe this is a subject that came up with some of your friends lately. Tell them to tune in. We're talking about it. And if they want to ask a pastor his opinion, which he's only going to give you the word of God, I'm talking about me, then they can write in, they can call us, and, and we'd be happy to show them what the word of God says. Praise God. Uh, we got another email here tonight. I'm just looking up a verse real quick. Um, we got an email here from Milt. And uh, Milt's writing in. He says, uh, do you think it's possible that because of people's lack of knowledge that they're being deceived by things that seem right but are very wrong. God's love doesn't mean he agrees with everything we do, but it doesn't change his love toward us. Absolutely. People are yielding to demon spirits. They're yielding to demons who have been, who have been condemned to hell. They've already been condemned. They've already been judged, the Bible says. Jesus said in John, I believe it's 20, he said, the prince of this world has come and he's got nothing in me. He also said in another place that, that, that Satan, that the prince of this world is already condemned. He, the word condemned there is judge. He's already been judged, but the time is not yet. If you remember 
When Jesus went across the Sea of Galilee to the Gadarenes, and he came across the man who was possessed with a legion of demons. 2,000 demons were in this man. And what did the demons say? The demons cried out and said, Have you come to torment us before the time? What do they know? They know their time is coming up. Their time is ticking Anytime the devil's messing with you and he's trying to say that you're not going to make it, all you got to do is say, listen, I've read the back of the book. I see in the book of Revelation. I see that I win and you lose. Tick, tock, tick, tock, tick, tock, devil. Your time is coming up. You're about to get condemned forever. You're about to be judged forever. Your time is up. Tick, tock, tick, tock, tick. Talk. You talk about me being in a hurry. You talk about me being anxious. You're trying to get me to worry about my finances. Get me to worry about my future. Get me to worry about having children or not having children. Worry about paying the bill on time. No, man. If anyone needs to worry, devil, it's you because your time is coming quicker than anybody else's because God has already sealed my victory. He causes me to triumph in everything that I do. Thanks be unto God who giveth us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. I already got the victory but your time devil is running out you're about to be doomed for eternity praise the lord and so these people they're simply yielding to demons and they don't realize it i'm trying to find this scripture in the new testament that says that when you convince someone to turn away from their sin that you have rescued them um, and you have converted them Maybe somebody can find it for me. It's hard to look them up and talk to you at the same time. Um, it's in the New Testament. I think it's in James. While you're doing that, let me give out some contact information. Sure. Folks, if you just get on board, um, it's very easy to contact us. You are listening to the Spirit of Faith Talk Radio with Pastor John Ward. Our telephone number in the Toronto GTA area of Southern Ontario, Canada is 905 725 1907 in North America we will pay for the call anywhere else it's 1866 905 7325 and if you'd like to just email us no issue whatsoever our email address direct to pastor john in studio 101 at gmail.com praise god and i did find the scripture go there real quick it's james chapter 5 and verse 20 James 5.20. Actually, let's back up just a little bit here. Look at verse 19. Brethren, if any of you do err from the truth. Now, what is the truth? John 17.17, 17, Jesus said, sanctify them by thy word, by thy truth. Thy word is truth. And so the word of God is what truth is. And he says, brethren, if any of you err from the truth and one converts him, let him know that he which converts the sinner from the error of his way shall save a soul from death and shall hide a multitude of sins. Our job is to rescue people. Listen to this in the New Living Translation. Finally, as member of members of God's beloved family, we must go after the one who wanders from the truth and bring him back. You say, well, he was never in the truth. He, he's not even a believer. Listen, you don't know that. I got saved when I was uh, 10 years old. 
And I lived between I was 10 and 22. I lived like the devil. I mean, I had I injected needles in my arms. I was on heroin. I was a drug addict. My life was a mess. You would never know that I had erred from the truth if you just looked at me. So don't look at somebody and, and, and judge them or turn your nose up at them and say, well, they can't be a believer. No, man, help them. Let God use you to help them. He says, finally, as members of God's beloved family, we must go after the one who wanders from the truth and bring them back. For the one who restores the sinning believer back to God from the error of his ways gives back to his soul life from the dead and covers over countless sins for by their demonstration of love. Love will rescue you. If I see you going down the wrong road, if I see you on the way to hurt yourself, it's my job to slap you. I, I put this on Facebook last week. If I see my brother going in the wrong direction, it's my job to slap the stupid out of them when they need it. Sometimes we just act dumb. Sometimes we just listen to the wrong voice. I was listening to Dr. Mark Barkley this morning. He preached a great message back in uh, March about the attacks of the enemy and about how Satan works by thoughts and how this guy that was in his church, he came up to Brother Barkley and said, uh, we're leaving the church. And he said, what do you mean you're leaving the church? He'd been with him for years, his wife, his three children. They were uh, active members of their church. He said, we're, we're, we're leaving the church. He said, why? What's going on? He said, I can't come to your church. He said, I'm a, I'm a homosexual. He said, what? what? What do you mean you're a homosexual? He said, I, I, I just believe now that I'm a homosexual. He said, what happened? He said, last week I was driving in my car and this, this really powerful vision came to me. Not that I saw anything, but all of a sudden uh, these thoughts came to me reminding me that I had been abused as a child, molested as a child, and that I'm homosexual. He said, I called my wife up. I told her we have to talk. I have to leave you. I, I can't go to church anymore and I have to leave you. He said, now wait a minute. He said, tell me when you were molested. He said, well, I don't remember. He said, you don't remember? He said, no, I don't remember. Well, then how do you know you were molested? Because I have this real strong feeling. I said, I even think it was God that told me I was molested and that I need to leave the church. He said, listen, number one, if God is telling you you were molested and reminding you to try to help you, he's not going to tell you to run away from church where you get help. He's going to tell you to run to the church that he set up with people who can set you free. But that's not what happened, my friend. He's driving down the road, and these demons attacked him. These thoughts from demons hit him and got him to change the direction of his life. Listen, Satan is a mad dog terrorist. He's doing everything he can to get you out of God's will, to get you off of, of God's purpose for your life. And you need to realize and recognize that you are in a warfare. It's time to wake up and take on the weapons of your warfare. Go with me to 2 Corinthians chapter 10. Go to 2 Corinthians chapter 10 and let's, if you want to write in tonight, you can write in to instudio101 at gmail.com. You can get a part of this conversation by calling in to 1-866-905-REAL. You can call us worldwide at 866-656-LIPS or just simply email us at instudio101 at gmail.com and I'll read your uh, email on the air. You don't have to agree, agree with me. I'm not looking for you to agree with me, and I'm not going to try and convince you to my opinion, because as far as I'm concerned, I'm not entitled to have an opinion. What did I just say? I said I'm not entitled to have an opinion. Now, wait a minute. What did I just say? I'm not entitled 
to have an opinion. Why? Because is Jesus, if Jesus Christ is Lord of my life, then I take his opinion. If he's Lord over me, that makes him the boss. And that means I believe what he believes. I say what he says. That's exactly what Jesus said in John chapter 4. He said, whatever the Father says, I say. Whatever the Father does, I do. I don't have my own agenda. I don't have my own opinion. I have God's opinion because Jesus is my Lord. Carla writes in and says, hello, just tuned in from Syracuse, New York. What a show. The truth. Stop the insanity with the liberal agenda stuff. God loves all people, but is disappointed with this behavior. Absolutely, my friend. And, and you know, the Lord said in Genesis chapter 6, he says, My spirit will not always strive with man, but his days shall be a number uh, shall be numbered 120. Judgment is coming on the earth. I'm going to say it again. Judgment is coming on the earth. Judgment is here. But judgment is going to increase, and judgment is also going to come, as the book of Revelation describes, in the seven-year tribulation period that shall rock this earth as never before. Praise God. Why? Because God is going to judge all sin. God is going to destroy sin once and for all. But why a tribulation period? Why go through seven years of all this? Why do all this? Why? Because God loves people so much that he is not willing that any perish but all come to the knowledge of the truth. And, and people say, too, you know, well, you know, that whole stuff in the Bible, you can't take that for real. You can't take the Bible literal. The Bible's not literal. Says who? You're trying to understand the Bible with your brain. The Bible wasn't meant for your brain. The Bible is spiritual food. It's meant for your spirit. Praise God. The Bible says in, 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 in 2 Peter, he says, God is not slack concerning his promises as some men count slackness but he is long suffering to us word not willing that any perish but all come to the knowledge of the truth uh, if you want to write in tonight you can write into instudio 101 at gmail.com let's give a shout out to cody cody says pastor all i can say this evening to you is thank you the truth real news and no political correctness to my gay brothers and sisters out there in radio land i love you I pray for you, and I do not hate you. But stop this agenda. Do not make me a, a racist or a homophobe. I am neither. Praise God, Cody. That's exactly how I feel. But listen, Cody, and the rest of us that are listening tonight, we cannot be silent in our faith. We need to be bold. I hope I'm blowing your ears up right now. We need to be bold. We need to shout it from the rooftops. Tell my people their sin, Isaiah says. We need to tell people, repent. Everywhere Jesus went, repent, for the kingdom of God is at hand. John the Baptist, repent, for the kingdom of God is at hand. We need to show people the truth, praise God. And we can't show them by being silent. We can't show them by doing nothing. If you're standing there and they're having a conversation and you got four people and you're one and they're telling you, that they're having this conversation about how, oh, isn't it great what Disney is doing? And, oh, isn't it great that they're now showing teenagers that it's good to be homosexual and it's good to, to come out of the closet and it's good to be bold in your sin? No, man, you need to open up your mouth. You and God are a majority. I don't care. You might think it's four versus one. It ain't four one. It's you and God and them. And God and you and God are a majority. So open up your mouth and speak the truth. Listen, you say to them, God loves you. And I love you. But what you're talking about is a lie. It's not real. It's wrong. 
this is not right. God hates sin. And if we continue in sin, we will die. We will be judged. But we need to repent from sin. We need to call sin, sin. Quit trying to, to milk it down. We're not to be milk, toast, watered down Christians. We are to be bold as a lion. We are to make a stand for righteousness. Glory to God. You're now getting me all fired up. Praise God. Um, praise God. You can put up the next one. We have another email here. You could still email us. We've got about five minutes left. Instudio101 at gmail.com. We'll read your emails on the air. You can also call us. You can be our last caller tonight uh, at 866-905-REAL. That's 866-905-REAL. All the information there is at the bottom of your screen. Uh, Milt writes in and says, more men and women of God need to tell the truth like you're doing tonight. The only way we'll be able to be made free is through hearing the truth. Denying the truth or ignoring it keeps them in bondage. Great word. Praise God. And that's exactly the issue. The issue is, is that if we remain silent, the word of God is not going to go out. But Jesus said, if you are truly my disciple, then you will continue in the word and you will know the truth and the truth will will make you free. And they'll argue with you. They'll fight with you. They did it with Jesus. He told them that they're in bondage. And they said, we don't, we're not in bondage. He said, we're Ab they said, we're Abraham's children. We're not in bondage. We're free. We've always been free. And Jesus said, if you were free, then you wouldn't seek to kill me. And that's what they were doing. And so when they call you a hater and a bigot and a racist, all they're doing is seeking to kill you. It's the same thing they did with Jesus. They tried to kill him. Same thing they did with Paul. They tried to kill him. Same thing they did with Stephen. They did kill him. The same thing. And, and, if, and if you're going to live godly in this world, you are going to suffer persecution. So don't be moved by that. As a matter of fact, count yourself blessed if you're suffering persecution and you're getting attacked. I was actually going to go to... 2 Corinthians 10, and I may get there, so hold your finger. But I want to go to Matthew first. And I want to read a scripture in Matthew chapter 5 uh, in the Message Bible. Uh, why don't you give one more quick uh, shout out tonight, Gary, as I find this Folks, scripture. if you're just tuning in, of course, you are listening to the Spirit of Faith Talk Radio with your host, Pastor John Ward. You can get on board. We have a few minutes left. And if you are in the Toronto GTA area and you'd like to call us, 905-725-1907, toll free anywhere else, we will pay for the call, 1-866-905-7325. Or you can email us right now. Our email address is instudio101 at gmail.com. Thank you, Gary. We're looking at Matthew chapter 5. And, of course, this is the Beatitudes. And I want to read this in the Message Bible. And in the Message Bible, um, Matthew chapter 5 and verse 9. Listen to this. He says, you're blessed when you can show people how to cooperate or cooperate with God instead of compete or fight. That's when you discover who you really are and your place in God's family. Verse 10, you're blessed when your commitment to God provokes persecution. I need to read that again. You are blessed 
when your commitment to God provokes persecution. The persecution drives you even deeper into God's kingdom. Not only that, count yourself blessed every time people put you down or throw you out or speak lies about you to discredit me, says Jesus. What it means is that the truth is too close for comfort and they are uncomfortable. You can be glad when that happens. Give a cheer even. For though they don't like it, I do. And all of heaven applauds. And know that you are in good company. My prophets and my witnesses have always gotten into this kind of trouble. You got to remember, my friend, the problem is not the person. The leftists, the, the person with their agenda, the person who is in sin, they're not the problem. They're the one who is your target. And what Satan wants you to do is think that they're your problem and be mad at them. No, don't be mad at them. They're the one that God has called you to set free. Did you hear what I just said? God has called you to set them free. I may not be able to reach them. Other people may not be able to reach them, but God's called you to reach them. God has put them in your world so that you can reach them. 1 John chapter 3 says this, For this purpose the Son of God was made manifest. That's you. That's me, that we might destroy the works of the devil. Our job is to love the people and destroy the sin that's holding them in bondage. Let me, let me shout out to this last email here. Praise God. Don writes in and Don says, praise God. Thank you very, very, very much for touching on this subject, Pastor. All of these companies placate this agenda and I hate it. What is wrong with these companies? What are you what are you play? Who are you placating? 1% of all people, question mark? Because of this, the 99% of people will eventually not support you. Not because of hatred towards gay people, but because you throw down your belief system down our throats instead of just doing business for everyone regardless of sexual orientation. Orientation. You are only isolating yourselves more and more. Praise the Lord. Amen. Our job, once again, is to rescue people from hatred hell to rescue them from the hands of the enemy our job is to set people free and the way that we do that is by telling them the truth not trying to coddle them not trying to to butter them up but tell people the truth the bible says speak the truth in love praise god we've had a great time tonight i'm so glad that you've tuned in i'll be with you next sunday night at 8.30 p.m. as we are every single Sunday. Please join me on Facebook. You can go to John Ward Toronto and you can find me on Facebook. Also go to our website at wordoffaithtoronto.com. You can download any of our messages for free. Till I see you next week, know that God loves you, I love you, and Jesus is Lord. Thank you for listening to The Spirit of Faith Talk Radio with your host, Pastor John Ward, right here on Reality Radio 101.